Hey, Trace. Hey, Joshua. I have an idea. What? So, because season two of Back Issue is over, mm-hmm. let's spend some time with our friends over at OK Now Listen. That is a great idea. Oh, my gosh. So we have a special treat for you, our listener. We are so excited to share an episode with you from one of our favorite pop culture rewind podcasts, OK Now Listen. This Laugh Out Loud series from Netflix and Sean Weckley just keeps dropping bi-weekly gems so you don't want to miss a single episode because how else are you going to know what's blowing up your timeline? How else? Hosted by Scotty Bean, a media personality, music enthusiast, and certified wing connoisseur, and <laughs> Sylvia Obell, a cultural writer, producer, and lover of Beyonce, together they share what's on their minds, what they're binging, and what's blowing up the timelines. This episode we're sharing with you today is about choosing violence as the kids say. <laughs> do the kids still say that? I think I they think do. I think they do. I think they do. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, this episode gets into the 10 out of 10 iconic, iconic fight scene between Trudy Smith, played by Regina King, and stagecoach Mary, played by Zazie Beetz, in The Harder They Fall. I love the chemistry that Sylvia and Scotty have. Like, it's so fun. It's so infectious. It's like so much fun. It seems like <laughs> they're having so much fun when they're talking. And I also, can I tell you a secret? Yeah. I'm not the biggest fan of Westerns, but. Oh, I'm telling you. <laughs> I love this one. I love the fact that mm. it's like we're taking back this idea that we weren't in the West. Yeah. We were there. And if Jonathan Majors is there, I want to be there now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to follow that up. It was so good. Um, okay, well, we're going to work on transporting you to uh, you. the Old West. As quickly as possible. And who doesn't love just listening to Black Girls Laugh? It's the funnest, Same. bestest thing in the world. Love. Listen, we all know that you're going to love it as much as we do. And if you find yourself nodding along and laughing out loud, then look up and follow OK Now Listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. You can also follow Strong Left Lead on the socials for show updates. And be sure to follow Scotty at Scotty Beam and Sylvia at Sylvia Obell on all social media. Enjoy. You're listening to OK Now Listen, a bi-weekly show where we chat about what's on our minds, what we're binging, and what's blowing up our timelines. I'm Scotty Beam, a media personality, content creator, music enthusiast, and a wing connoisseur. And I'm Sylvia O'Bell, culture writer, host, producer, and lover of Beyonce. I mean, we have a lot of updates, Sylvia. We have a very important update, Sylvia. We do do have some big news. We was ringing some bells on Instagram and Twitter. You hear me? We sure were, because just last week, we announced finally that we have a new show coming all the way on Netflix's Still watching YouTube channel, and it's called Get You a Me. And by me, we don't mean us. Uh, we just mean women mm-mm. like us. We are helping some eligible yeah. bachelors become more eligible mm-hmm. <laughs> for Jesus. cuffing season. We're trying to help them bag women, you know, just give them some much-needed advice on things like mm-hmm. how, how they dress, how they keep their home, how they communicate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we did that, Sylvia. We really did. We we did community service. Literally, I am claiming all of this on taxes because oh, listen. a lot of y'all <laughs> don't know the half. It better the work that Sylvia and I had to put in. It was hard okay? work. Like we had to pull up our sleeves. <laughs> okay. Right. Roll them, roll up. them up. All right. Tie our hair Jesus. back, okay? And get, Please, we got our hands dirty. <laughs> All right, you me under the nail. Had gloves it on. It was insane. It was a lot, yeah. and I just know that Black when lights. I get to the pearly gates, it better be on the list of good deeds to help help me get <laughs> the through. <tippity> top. <laughs> be like, now God, I know you saw me help these niggas out. <laughs> yo, I would have been like, yo, Jesus, God, all y'all. Okay, I know you saw. y'all see what we just did. <laughs> I don't even need. Don't bring up anything else. Bring that up. <laughs> I know I did some things, but I just I know you seen don't, that part though. Like I know you seen. This I made part. up for it right, right here. Right, exactly. But no, give it, me my win. It's gonna be a good time, and you guys have been asking, asking, asking for more videos of us. Well, here you go. 
run it up it stream it up rewatch it up please please support so that your it girls. can get on that netflix Listen. streaming service you hear me we have a plan just we help need us to be- <laughs> we have a plan we have a plan guys so let's just run it up all right share it with your cousins your aunties your uncles your, 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 your roster <laughs> your roster because you're welcome we're doing so you don't That's have right. to just share a link Copy you only even got we're saving we're Copy trying to keep paste. y'all from being the bobisha the builders that we talked about i did that so you don't have to <laughs> all right Jesus. yeah so the first episode is out by the time this episode is out so go check it out on mm-hmm. that channel um it will have premiered this tuesday um november 9th of this week so mm-hmm. and every tuesday you can catch a new episode for the next few weeks. It's a limited series, so it's not ongoing, but for the next month or so, you'll be getting an episode each Tuesday. So check it out. If you can't find it, it's the link in my bio. It's the link in Sylvia's (laughs) bio. Every bio, Twitter bio, (laughs) Instagram bio, it's there. Yes. Okay? No excuses. Yeah, so I'm excited. And I'm excited for people to get to see us our personality visually and just how we interact and even just it's a fun time like it's it's lots of jokes it's good it's expressions and we're excited about it and we hope you guys enjoy so yeah let us know do all the social media things and let us know how you feel about it what else has been Mm. going on this week girl let me tell you between the summer walker album and this week's episode of Insecure, it has been a triggering week for the baby mamas <laughs> of America. I don't even have a child, nor a baby daddy, and I'm Yo, tired. <laughs> you're talking about triggering my worst fears. Like, I was like, this is, this is scary. Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> yeah. No, they, they, they. I was sitting there looking at my boyfriend like, nigga, you better never. You hear me? I wish the fuck you would. You hear me? I would be wanted immediately. (laughs) Posters up. (laughs) Baby gonna be an orphan because you tried it. (laughs) And my baby gonna understand. (laughs) Mama did what she had to do for her respect. She did what she had to do. Because let me tell you. I'm not playing. It was a PSA this week's episode of Insecure. It was a PS motherfucking A. (laughs) What did you say? You said, you texted me. You was like, I'm holding my birth control peers a little tightly. I'm holding it tight tonight. I slept with my birth control pills packed. Just next, nestled next to me. We're not going to miss a minute of taking this pill on time. You hear me? Because. I was like, the pull out requests are in order. You hear me? Pull out. Listen, pull out. It's the cuffing season PSA y'all needed. It was the reminder. It's gonna get real cute and cozy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be some last week things because it's cold out, mm-hmm. baby. It's cold outside. Don't forget what can happen. You refer yeah. to this episode of Insecure every time you feel weak about it, okay? Because yeah. yes, it's yeah. not fun. It's not fun in games. One stroke too many. Next thing you know, you condola. Don't do it. <laughs> right. And then you got Summer Walker that's like, listen. I'm telling this story so that y'all won't have to live this story because, nigga, I am going through it. Fourth baby mama. Not one, not two, not three, but four. God, help me. First of all, when I saw the track called Fourth Baby Mama, I said she about to let the chopper say. Yep. Then she started the track talking about this man's mother. And Mm -hmm. I said, oh, Mm -hmm. oh, 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 London on the whatever. You Mm -hmm. (laughs) have pissed this young woman off. And mm-hmm. it's, I mean, all of the songs, I love Summer Walker's vulnerability in her music. I think as a writer, like it really stands, like that's what makes me, she, like the mm-hmm. little narrative she's able to give and the feeling she's able to bring out of people really are what I align with. But on yeah. albums like this one is just so triggering. <laughs> Child, Summer's too good at it. Her pen's too good at it for me because I'm over here stressed and I'm nobody's baby mama, like I said. But, like, I love this album still over it. I was very concerned when I heard X for a reason because I do not like her on the upbeat tracks. I would like (laughs) Summer to keep it slow, mellow, and emotional for me. And so I was very Mm -hmm. glad that most of the album is that. We both love the Unloyal track with Ari Lennox. I mean, fucking, like, Ari Lennox (laughs) is Ari Lennox. That voice. I skipped everything to listen to Ari Lennox first because I was like I need to hear what they saying on here and then I you know did what I did but that first of all that song is fire simply because they're like bitch I'll be unloyal nigga you want me to be the villain I guess I'm unloyal then (laughs) hello you think I care about you giving me that title of loyalty y'all can have it keep it you can have it sweetheart (laughs) 
You can have it. You can have Goodbye. it. Goodbye. I loved it. I listened to it like about eight times. Yeah. And I, I mean, I always try to listen to an album in order. And it was very it was very hard for me to keep my patience. The first time I listened to it, I've been trying to respect the sequences. <laughs> the sequencing. Sometimes but I don't. It's just hard. But I love I mean, I love that song. I love, you know, Reciprocate. You don't know me. Insane. Like, oh, and screwing. Omarion did what I hoped that they would do with that one. Um... <laughs> But yeah, no, I love the whole thing. And I love that she incorporated Cardi's narration in the beginning intro track about like, when these women come for you online, put it in your music. Don't fight with them online. Put mm-hmm, it in your music mm-hmm, and capitalize mm-hmm. off of that because they're trying to capitalize off it. of you. That was a word. Exactly. And I hope people heard it. It'll, it'll come off better because you'll be able to tell the full story with context exactly. more than you could with any tweet or post or IG control story. Your control exactly. your narrative. What did you think of Sierra's uh, prayer yeah Sierra's prayer it was actually like what I needed it to be like what I liked most about it is that so much of it focused on her and what she needed to become mm-hmm, to be mm-hmm. ready for a certain type of relationship versus her just praying for a man and I think like mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm, why I liked mm-hmm. about the prayer it was about like help restore my faith and love exactly. and my hope and love because it's not till right. you you can do all the healing in the world, but like when you're in it, you can g- be given a great man. But if you're not ready for that great man because of what the past it's niggas not did, work. it's going to self-destruct. And that's a lot of self-work that has to happen. And I think it's uh. so interesting the parallel actually between Sierra and Summer. Because like people, be, I mean, before Russell, Sierra was like I'm a seventh baby it. mama. Like how many kids Future got <laughs> by the time Sierra was little? And like, yes. you know, she came up from it. So I can see why Summer was like, Dear God, please give me please. that because I'm already here right. with this baby and a lot of crazy right. baby mamas and this hip hop right. nigga. Right. I can see how Sierra is somebody's like her destiny that she would hope to aspire to because right. and I like that Sierra was down to be that yes. and like I, I love it's so rare sometimes when I get to see women like that reach across the aisle to each other. So like love mm-hmm. that Sierra was down for that. So yeah, I like the whole thing. That's mm-hmm. that on some in them, but. There's also been a lot of exciting releases on the Netflix. And we have mm-hmm. gathered here today to talk about the bad bitch that is the harder they fall. <laughs> Let me tell y'all niggas something. All right. Mm. I've seen this movie about three times. Mm. I do not play about the harder they fall. It's one of the best movies I've seen in a very very long time so we're going to give it a full episode because it deserves it motherfucking deserves and talk about everything from the thirst to the music mm-hmm. to the badass women-led fight scenes because you know i'm a fan okay. you are a big fan we are going to get into it and i do want to mm-hmm. shout out before we do that the mr executive producer of the harder they fall himself a sean carter jay-z yeah. Yes. Called Scotty out specifically on Twitter mm. Spaces Jesus. to talk about it. He said, "Oh, is that Scotty? Bring her up, bitch. Beam me up, Scotty, and ask me the question that the people want to know." And there's no First way we wasn't though. gonna brag about that on this here yeah. podcast, Miss Ma'am. Talk about Miss Mama. Shocked. <laughs> that, that blew my motherfucking mind. I was like, "What the fuck?" When he said my name, I almost peed on myself. I'm so I was like, mad. pull over, pull over, pull, pull over. over. <laughs> I don't even have no question. One either. driving, and you're talking about pull over. <laughs> pull over, pull over, pull over, Jesus. Oh no, I love so, yes. that, and I was so sad. I missed it. I saw it was happening, but I didn't want any spoilers because I hadn't watched the movie yet. Oh, so yeah, I, I dipped yeah. out because I was like, dang, okay. I don't want to hear any spoilers. And then I heard that this happened and I was like, damn it, I missed this moment. I would have been screen recording the shit out of it. But thank oh. you to the people who held sis down and gave her the screen recording she needed for that. Yeah, I did. Y'all held me down, y'all. Because I was like, and nobody catch that. <laughs> oh, they <laughs> caught random. it. Random. They caught it. And random. They caught but it. Yes. What a weekend. That was great. Yeah. Yes. All right. But let's get, let's get into it. Okay, so Netflix's The Harder They Fall is the first major Hollywood Western movie with an all-black cast since Mario Van Peoples' Posse in 1993. 
And by the way, that had like Blair Underwood, that had Pam Greer, that had Isaac Hayes, that had uh, Big Daddy Kane, that had Tom Lister Jr., uh, Debo from Friday. There you go. Had that in there. So, (laughs) yes. Know your audience. Thank you. (laughs) But I'm just letting you know. Like, it was was out there. Like, they had the cast, Mm. okay? Mario was not playing with people. Shout out to Mario. A legend. R.I.P. Melvin yes, and Peoples too. Another one. But with the harder they fall, we have the top dog of all the bandits in the world, and they they're split up into two rivals: the Crimson Hoods and the Nat Love Gang. Rufus Buck is played by Idris Elba. Mm. His right hand woman is Trudy Smith, mm. played by Regina King, and Lakeith Stanfield is on their team playing Cherokee Bill. Mm-hmm. And then on the love side, we have Jonathan Majors as Nat Love. And Nat Love's love interest, Mary Fields, a.k.a. Zazie Beats, leading the team of underdogs. So the movie is about Nat Love reuniting his gang to seek revenge after he discovers his enemy, Rufus Buck, who killed his parents, is being released from prison. So... Let's talk about, (laughs) let's talk about Jonathan Majors as Nat Love because Scotty Shabim, I believe you have a revelation to share with the class that I, for one, have been waiting for since Jonathan entered the scene. Please tell, please tell the people what you feel. Mm. Oh man. Mm -hmm. All right, y'all. Because I said I was going to be very open on this podcast. I want to make sure that, you know, I'm very vulnerable, open book. Uh, So I just want to be very clear with you guys. Mm -hmm. Um, In the past, I did not see the light. Mm. Okay. I I was not clear on the thirst for Jonathan Majors. Mm -hmm. But when you put a gun in that nigga hand (laughs) and he starts shooting up the bad nicks. A rat tat tat tat. the I said, God damn. I see it now. I Yo, I told Sylvia, I said, I get it. I get it. I get it. I have seen the light. That man is fine. Oh, please forgive me, my boyfriend now. Because I was sitting beside him like, ooh, damn. Damn. Yeah, damn. Something about a fine man choosing violence. <laughs> Seeking revenge. To my heart. Did something. Mine. Mm. And he don't even got to seek revenge sometimes in movies. I'll just be like, damn, he fine shooting that gun like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, But I was just in love. Mm. And he was romantic, just by the way. Yes. The romantic little goon. Duality. Duality. Ooh. It's the multitudes for me that he was containing. <laughs> right. Soft with her. Give me street love. Hard with them. Yes. I know that's fucking right. When he asked her, he was hanging up and he was like, Did, how, did they beat you like this? I'm killing them mm. all. Literally, I said, yeah, Energy! Energy! Kill them off G. for me, daddy! <laughs> I was like, Kill them oh all gosh. for me, daddy! It's hilarious. Kill them all. <laughs> I love it. No, I'm, I'm, I'm in- so glad. Cause let me tell y'all something. I have been attracted to Jonathan Major since he hopped on the scene with Lovecraft Country. I was too afraid to watch all of it, and that really hurt me because I find that man to be fine. But what really did it mm-hmm. for me, funny enough, it was the vote. It was something where he was like, he did like a feature where they were following around him around for a day and did his skincare yes, routine and stuff. Yes, and it was when he one. was filming this movie. That's why he mm-hmm. was out west and like in that weird yes. house and all that stuff. He was stuff. learning how to play the guitar. It was when he was gearing up that I saw him in that in them woods with them wolves and all that stuff. And I was like, ooh, this man is fine. Like he's not pretty, but he's like handsome and like sexy yeah. and rugged and like he's a man. A fine. Man, man fine. You know yeah. what I mean? And Scotty was like, ah, ah, ah. I was, you know, I, you know, I have to give it up. You and Gia Pepper, we tried. Our friend, we were like Scotty, but maybe. y'all tried to get me to see the light. And God, I text Gia, she goes, "Nope, bandwagon is closed now. And then else can't take no more." Sorry, the bandwagon is closed. She's funny. That's funny. I'm following all the Jonathan Majors uh, fan pages because he don't have no Instagram. I said, let me go and follow a few just to get we some love pictures. A, we love a man who don't have an Instagram. Okay, please give me the okay. give me the most opportunity to crush on you. Okay, just be quiet. 
Love him because okay, he's silent. Just act and be quiet. Act and be quiet. That's what I require for my on-screen crushes. And he is fitting Listen, the bill. Listen, because speaking of be quiet, okay, they had Lakeith Stanfield in it. And I totally forgot that he was moaning in Clubhouse <laughs> like the, about a few months ago. So I said, wow, I totally forgot that you was over here moaning. In a moaning competition on Scotty, Clubhouse. please. Please. Got me no well, damn I know Lakeith was looking quite good as Cherokee Bill. He, he had shaved, good. got his lineup together. Mm-hmm. All smooth. He was All a smooth s- crim- just criminal. talking calmly. He used his words. Yeah. Just like something about the cadence of his voice. Because he knew he was that. He knew he, he was, was that a bad man. street. He knew he was that nigga. Yeah. And, that, and it's, it's really be the confidence a lot of the time. It's half yeah. the battle, y'all. And so Lakeith came in as suave and confident as we like him to be or pretend to be. Mm-hmm. Left mm-hmm. all that other weirdo stuff all behavior in the bag. And it was yeah. able to reclaim his place in our <laughs> thirst. That's right. On our thirst list. Because like, ah, this is why we Ooh. found Lakeith attractive. Thank you for reminding I us. Had to, I, had to, I had to take him down. <laughs> Child. Yeah, the whole, it broke my heart. Yeah, that whole cast is fine. I haven't felt this overwhelmed by the fineness in the mm. cast since Black mm. Panther, to be quite honest. Like, I mean, because then there's the daddy of all zaddies. I mean. <laughs> the blueprint. <laughs> the daddy of Hollywood, in my eyes. Idris okay. motherfucking Elba. It's not enough that you got Jonathan and Lakeith running around these wild, wild west looking all good. You're going to throw in Idris Elba for good measure? Child, only Idris Elba can make a jail prison outfit look like mm-hmm. Tom Ford. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm like, did Tom Ford make it? Yeah. <laughs> Idris can give a face like he don't even got to say words. I, literally, we, I was sitting in the theater. Mm-hmm. They did a close up on Idris face and everybody said, God damn. It's just good. Because it's just it's just a good mug. It's just a good, a good mug. Face. And it's like, what did your ancestors do in a previous for you to get the blessing of that face? Mm-hmm. And he gets no older sense. and just find it like the gray patches okay. into the sprinkle of salt. Here for it. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. I too would risk my life to break that man out of prison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when mm-hmm. Idris was behind that thing, I said, "Yep, risk it all. I Absolutely, get it." Trudy. Absolutely, Trudy. Absolutely, Trudy. I die behind Trudy, that. Right behind <laughs> okay. I die by the dick. <laughs> that one. Mm, Ooh, that's, that's the one. one. And I, and I'd like to give a little mention to uh, Delroy Lindo, who you know, also is a badass. He be giving. And he know. be giving baby boomer fine. He know what he doing, child. He know how to say things. He know how to have that confidence. He like, did. he knew he was a fucking lone ranger and he carried himself like such. So I was just like, God damn, I do like confidence. I do, yeah, don't worry. It had that swag to it where he was like, everything y'all little boys had done, I've done it before. I've and done better. it 10 times <laughs> so over and enjoy. over. enjoy. And hope that you age as well as I do. Huh. Thanks. Huh. And so. Thank you. Yes. Lots of eye candy. And even for those who are not cursed right. enough to right. only be attracted to men, also got to enjoy Regina King's fine yeah. ass. Yes. Zazi Beats. Pretty self. Fine ass. She's cute. She's a cute She's girl. She's very fucking cute. She's a cute okay. girl. Regina is just a bad child. child. Every time she on my screen, I'm like, God damn. Like, what is it like? To be Regina King. To be God's favorite. Please. What is it? Please tell us. Let us know. What is it? Oh, with her little light eyes. She know what she's doing. Mm. I'll be uh, no pissing me off. Mm. Anyway, okay, so. Fine, so. <sighs> In addition to all the eye candy that I quite enjoyed, yes. after watching this video, I'm not going to lie. I looked back into the rodeo collection from Ivy Park. I am very glad I got my little denim jacket from it. Because, but I was now regretting not getting the chaps. Because I was like, damn, maybe, yeah, now, maybe I could have pulled off that that them chaps with that denim leotard. This would have been the time. <laughs> this would have been the time to, to drop it. Chats. And you knew because Jay Z was producing it. So like, B, where was the synergy yeah. in the household with that? Because <laughs> yes, we would have been absolutely. selling it out with the assless chaps too. But yes, let's talk about the fashion. Let's talk about the sexiness of the fashion because there was hats, there was leather, there was fringe. All of the stuff. Yeah. I mean, they were serious about the motherfucking hats. Some hats. Everybody had a motherfucking hat. Yeah. That had to be like a way of life. 
though. Like the sun you is had hot. to have. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you got it. You got that sun beaming on you in the. <laughs> no trees you need you need that brim y'all please get Sylvia out of here please the sun is hot Listen. it's hot you need the shade right and to see your target too yeah sun in my eyes I don't like that I gotta kill you in comfort even though I was I was very impressed with even just back then how people were able to really be so agile and tough fabric like denim and leather are not like easy to move in I can barely, it's like, can you imagine doing it's, a workout in jeans and like, let alone doing a whole fight scene with no, like a leather it's coat? It's hot. <laughs> and everything is hot. And, and, and by the way, this was real leather. Like niggas was taking that cow. <laughs> okay. And putting it on them backs, honey. Like okay. they're on, they're. Before Peter no, showed us the no light, one. this is what I was happening. I would lose every fight. I would lose every fight. I would have been dead immediately. I would go and try to agile my arm and it'd be stuck in the sleeve of my coat. <laughs> Like, God damn it. Sounded like a plastic <laughs> cover. I would have been like, You hear me coming? Dang. Yeah, right. You, you would have heard me coming. Boots all out. If it wasn't that, I'm heavy footed. I would have been like, Who is hot? You would have heard who is hot for me. <laughs> God damn it. It's hot. It's already hot. We were working. We already in the sun and leather and wool. And now I got to fight. I got to run. I got to shoot. I don't want no beef with you, man. It's hot. Like, I, that's all I would say. <laughs> Every water. duel. It's too hot, y'all. Can I get some water? Yeah, can I get some water was, before we the fight? The way John the Major stopped to smoke, I would have stopped for a while. I think they got some but, <laughs> essential in here. <laughs> y'all ain't got no water. Oh, God. Mm. But no. I would have jumped into one of them saloons. They all better they than me. They would have had water for me. They all better than me Child. for that. That's what I have to say about that. I mean, but I love that they stuck to the aesthetics so well. And shout out to the costume mm-hmm. designer for keeping it historically accurate. And, yes. you know, everybody looks good. I mean, the only the only stylist question I had was Mary not tying her hair back from none of the fights. Like, I'm like, so you need to tell me <laughs> sis is just out here with the fro in her face. Just... You're not gonna tie because your hair back, back to then, fight Regina, like. <laughs> first of all, back then wasn't nobody grabbing no hair to fight. Like we fighting with fists. That's because that's what I could respect. That yeah, and that is that what I it. can respect too. But we'll get to the yes. fight in in a minute. Yes. Um. What else did minute. we love from this? Oh, the music and the camera angles, the shots. Mm. We're shooting. <laughs> you hear me? Like the actors oh were gosh. not the only ones shooting in this film. Those camera, those camera folks. Let me talk about that director of photography for the specific you shot. You know which one. Yes. You know which yes. one. Yes. When it's yes. Idris in the house looking, and it's like it's like yes. they must have the camera on like a little zip line. Yes. And it zooms into Jonathan's face, mm-hmm. framed mm-hmm. him up real good with the brim of his hat on his horse. Mm. Just. Mm. When when Nat Love was on that fucking horse, mm-hmm. he was trying to go to Mary's saloon. So he was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah passing yeah. by all the people and the shots of these faces mm-hmm. and and it was the at music. night and it was well lit. Imagine well black people lit at night. Love to see it. But yes, the music. Love to fuck the music. The music. The music. Talk to the people music. about the music. Yes. This child, first of all, James Samuel, mm-hmm. let me tell you something. <laughs> Not only was the fucking director, but he also controlled all the music. Like, he was head of the music. And let me tell y'all something. He went the fucking, you hear me? The soundtrack <laughs> is A1. It is. A1. Every time a song would pop on, I was like, God damn, this is good, too. Because usually, mm-hmm. I'd be like, ah, they could have did without this one. Right. Oh, you know. Right. But... Every song, I'm like, God, and it enhances my feelings. As it should. Fighting and love, and it really fills me up even more to the top. You hear me? That's what music is supposed to do. Right. So I think he just had a great, he has a great ear. He has a magnificent eye. Yes. Beautiful mind. Knows how to write. Like I all, just all the it, senses, it all five, all of them. the senses were fucking. There. I bet the food on set tasted great too. To your point about the soundtrack too, original music living up to it, like original songs. Like a lot of times, yes. it's songs like when I enjoyed the most are like that existed already, and they just knew to put them in certain scenes. But like right. this was original. When I said, "Bitch, is that Lauren?" <laughs> like right, when yeah, I heard Lauren's like, voice, I said, "That D Miss Hill 
Sing it right. James James was able to make a connection between like Western and black music right. because a lot of the time like people feel like Western music isn't that Western sound ain't from black people and it is. And it is. So he was just like, you know, the reggae was on beat with the rhythm of riding a walking horse. Love that like, shit. Get the fuck what? His mind. His mind. Oh my gosh. It was incredible. When, just, when's the last time you seen reggae in a, a Western? You haven't, I don't hello? think. But it, it really does it, it, it just, add up. It makes sense. Gave it the like, razzle I, dazzle it needed. And God damn it, James. You're a genius. Like, he was a genius. A genius. So, yes, God bless. That was amazing. All of these moments were amazing, but we really have to talk about <laughs> what I came to work to talk about. Would you come to work to talk? I said, I woke up this morning, I said, I need to talk to Sylvia about this. This is the things that I need to talk about. And this is the fighting fucking scenes. The heart of this movie, including the gun scenes. Like, I'm talking about shooting, fighting, all of it. I love action films. I love fighting. (laughs) Everybody knows that. You do? Okay. Oh, yeah. Do you? What? What? Um, I love this so much that I asked Jay-Z and <laughs> James Samuel about the fighting scene between Trudy and um, Mary. Mary, yeah. So I believe in fighting scenes. I, I really do. They make Sometimes everything better. I mean, especially in movies. Give it to us. Give us right. the drama of it. So what, right. so what was the exact so, question you asked Jay and James in the so, Twitter spaces? So I was like, well, one thing I absolutely loved was the intentionality behind two women fighting that wasn't hypersexualized because we see that so many times. And I wanted to know the process behind that. Jay-Z had said, you know, these women were actual gangsters. Like, they were gangsters. They was out here doing wild shit. So, of course, it would be a scrap. You know, but even that, like, me and Sylvia, you know how many times I've seen fighting scenes with women in, like, where it could have been an actual brawl and a scrap. Mm-hmm. It ended up being something cute mm. and they have to wear something tight. Right. They have to, you know, somebody's shirt is being snatched off. It's like undercover brother. Oh. And it's, it's just a little too much. <laughs> right. It's, you remember that it's, thing? Yeah, I do. It just so, came to me the second you said it. <laughs> and then you can't make ugly noises. You got to make cute sounds. Like, everything. Yeah, like moaning like they're having sex. Right. To like, appeal to the man right. or whatever sexual thing it is. Like, it doesn't need to be sexual. It is a scrap. It's a brawl. It's a fight. So James talked about, like, being intentional with that and knowing that he said that scene, I know I was shooting that scene. I was making history. That's what he Mm. said. He knew because there aren't a lot of moments like that in Hollywood, period. Nope. So, you know, when the fella Kuti was playing the intro, they threw down the guns. That was intentional because the men were shooting guns. Right. The women were showing the men how to really do this. Right. Let's put the guns down and, see who really and let's fucking right. Who leaves this barn? Let's see who's really the baddest. Let's see. And I love that right. it wasn't like Mary being rescued by Nat Love. She was like, right. Leave her to me. Right. Right. Be back. I handle I my hope. own. <laughs> I hope. But I'm going to do my best and I'm going to use everything I got. And then James also said that it was a long, it's a longer scene. Mm. It's way longer than what we have. The stunt doubles weren't used as much because he wanted to make it look messy. He didn't want it to be too polished. Right. You know, he wanted to look, make it look like it was actual brawl between these two real gangsters. They were real, real hardcore. Like, they were two two of the toughest in both they crews. Right. Like some of so the guys. cold so, yeah. hearted. Cold hearted. They said, so, let's go. Let's dance, baby. And they that's said, what they and, did. And they danced, child. It was beautiful to and see. So, I was standing up. I almost stood up in the theater, <laughs> Sylvia. I said, get the fuck. Let's go. Like, I couldn't unclench my jaw because I was like, get into it. That's what I'm talking about. Ain't nothing cute about this. We really fight out here. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we really fight. This ain't just like cute. You ain't never been a fight. It's not cute when we fight magically. No. Then they and, I, and they did not hold back on each other. And you're right. I love that scene so much because I was hoping we would get the two of them. Even from when they first met up, you could tell the tension was there. But it was like the mm-hmm. tension was mm-hmm. there and the respect was there. And I love mm-hmm. that the fight scene reflected that on the back end. Mm-hmm. It's like. 
I respect you too much because we both, it's kind of like that unsaid, like we know what it has to be to be women at this time to get this high mm-hmm. up and this much respect in our crews and from these niggas. Mm-hmm. I respect you too much to just get you with a bullet only. That's easy. No, no, that's no, no. quick. That's, that's cheap. Easy. It's not worthy of the journey you took to be here. If I'm right. going to kill you. The death that you deserve. You're you going to work for it. I'm going to make you, give right. you a chance to work for your life. Mm-hmm. Here you mm-hmm. go. There was a lot of honor and yes, respect honor back then is, with yeah. fighting. I respect you enough to kill you when you looking at me. Like, you know, the eye to eye stuff, not the behind your back shit. Right. Like, I'm going to kill you with honor. Yeah. You know, and that's what I can respect and love about this film, but like them too. Yeah. I love that. Because even in I the fight it. scene when people did take cheap shots to people in the back, it was called out. You, people were looking at those people crazy. Like, you disrespectful yeah. nigga. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. Yeah. love that. Love the accountability that happened there. And that definitely was my favorite fight scene. And shout out to Cuffy. Because Cuffy was oh the one who held her own as Cuffy. well and was beating niggas up. You wasn't about to play, like, yo, she said, you're not about to play me because I'm small. Like, I'm I'm not that. She told him, she said, I've seen faster in the mirror and proved it. (laughs) Proved it. (laughs) Try me. Try me. Loved her. Yeah, I love her. And I loved how she was like, get someone, but no, I'm not going to present that way. I'm going to present the way I would like to and, like, be that. And you're going to deal. And I just, I mm-hmm. loved her whole character from start to finish. I love her. <laughs> so I definitely wanted to shout it. her I out. Loved her. But um, it's definitely been a minute, like we said, since we've had such exciting women led fight scenes in a movie. So we did want to yeah. talk about some of our other favorite fight scenes that showcase badass women kicking ass. So we're going to talk about where they rank on a scale of one to 10. One to 10, like 10, like it was the, like what we saw on the hard day fall right. is a 10. Right. Or like a one would be what? Like Journey. Smollett mm. as Letty in um Lovecraft. Okay, country. yes, like, a good one. She she she's a badass, no doubt. No doubt. Badass. But you know, busting up white people's car windows, you know, with her baseball bat. I think that was cute. You know, she might not have tried to kill anyone, but she had the style. She had the flair, you know, the come get me, I'm here, the fierceness. I like that. You know what I'm saying? So that that would be like a one to me. Gotcha. I just want to point out first before we start. Okay. Yes, we're going to have some white people in them. Okay. <laughs> because there hasn't been a lot of black representation with real ass fights, black woman representation. So I just want to point that out because I know what I'm about to hear when this podcast is over. But I'll let y'all know I love fight scenes. We love Especially them. between women. So, yeah. And fix it, Hollywood. Cool. Fix it. Right. And Netflix, anybody, I'd love to see a black woman warrior mm. movie, something. Mm. We existed in all times. Yes. Let's put it together. Yeah. I'd love to see more fighting. Yes. Because we are about that life. We also protect and we've done whatever it took and takes to protect our own. Always. So I would love to see more of it. Yes. So let's start. Okay. Uma Thurman fighting with her sword and Kill Bill. Now, Ooh, let me tell you something. Baby. Kill Bill is my favorite, favorite, favorite. <laughs> it is in my top three best movies to me personally. Okay. Okay. So that girl gets a 10. Uma, I hate Harvey Weinstein. Fuck him forever. Correct. But if there is ever a chance outside of that whack-ass, duck-ass hoe where we can get a Kill Bill... I would be very excited. Please. <laughs> Uma Thurman did her motherfucking thing. That's they a had bad Vivica white A. Woman. Fox in it. That's a bad white That's woman. That's a bad, a bad fucking white, white woman. woman. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, it was no denying. You talking about revenge? Revenge? <laughs> She's a fucking rider. Y'all don't want to fuck I'ma with her. I'm going to kill y'all. <laughs> At all. My girl, Beatrix Kiddo, only had three lines mm. and did killing in between each one of them. Like, kill Bob. Three people between each line. That bitch ain't even have that li- that many lines, but she killed. That's what she did. You heard me? She showed up. That was her verbal. That's where, how she talked. Mm, I talked about his sword. She said, I could show you better than I could tell you. 
I bet she that. <laughs> and I and she and that she did. And she did. And those those were Absolutely. some of the most intricate and also graphic fight scenes that I've gotten to see with mm-hmm. women involved. And it was so. I mean, even at the time because I was younger, it was hard for me to watch because you know how I am about graphic. Like I'm a yes, I'm a are. I'm a punk girl. Like I mean, like I just don't mm-hmm. like seeing scary things on television. And so it'd be a lot of like eyes being pulled out the socket and shit. I'm like, wow. But yeah. <laughs> I respected getting to see a woman get down and dirty like that like mm-hmm. blood all over her like just ruthless. covered in blood and sweat and like to the the point you made earlier about having to be pretty when you fight like kill bill did that like you know we're going to it and there was respect there too even like you mentioned with vivica's scene where like she told the daughter if you come back and look for me i understand you know what I mean? Like there was like yeah, some honor, like and I, I'll, I'll have to deal with that when that time comes. But your mama had yeah. this coming. You know how cold you gotta be to tell. To, to tell. <laughs> that bitch was like, oh ah, my god, that's a wild shit to tell to a child. But she did, and like I think to your point about what we would have loved to have seen. I would have loved to have seen a prequel of Vivica's character or even the daughter now coming back to seek revenge. That's what I was talking about. That's yeah. what I was trying to get to. Where I was like, child, if we could just get. This black girl, her revenge story. What? What? How great that would be. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's my 10. That's my 15 to me. Okay. Okay. Uma Thurman did her fucking thing. They buried that. Okay. <laughs> this is going to become a Kill Bill podcast in a second. Oh, my it's God. Good. It was, she did it. So, um, next example is Regina King and Watchmen. Because while regina like she was a cop for most of the series but then we found out like when it got to getting and her man her man her man her man my man my man my man she killed a lot of people for her man at the end and she was not going down with a fight and that was badass in that sense for sure i feel like i would give it like a five Okay. You know, like it's yeah. like, you know, I'd give Watchmen overall a 10. Don't get that confused. Loved mm-hmm. that series. It was excellent. But her mm-hmm. actual fight scenes, like, yeah, I feel like I'd maybe give it like a I would have loved to have seen more fight scenes from her in that show. Yeah, I agree. So that's why I'm like, I, I would have liked to see more of it. RT, everything you said. Okay. And then we have, oh, I don't play about this girl. <laughs> I don't play about her. <laughs> Then we got Angelina Jolie in Salt. Now, okay. debate your aunties because let me tell you something. Salt to me, mm. personally, mm-hmm. was that bitch. You hear me? She was that bitch. Now, she was another, her man, her man, her man. Listen, they fucked up and killed her man and she said, heard you. Everybody Don't you fucking die. worry. Everyone is going to die. <laughs> And she did that. <laughs> and the fights were great. I don't... Listen, Angelina Jolie alone. Let's just talk about it. Laura Croft. Okay, we have mm-hmm. her as um Mrs. Smith mm-hmm. as well. The girl gets down. The girl fights. I love it. I don't know what she does outside of that. Mm. But I do know. <laughs> I know. I know. I do know. She be acting. That this bitch will turn shit upside down. She does. When do it that. comes to fighting for her niggas. She does so, do a very good action she film. Does not she's play. a fighter. Like she's really Angelina Jolie is really great at that. Now, you know, mm-hmm. I I think it must have come out when I was upset with Angelina Jolie because it took me a long time to forgive Angelina for stealing Jennifer Aniston's husband like that. Like that was some foul shit that she did. And now that that relationship has dissolved, I can maybe now come back around and watch some of these movies I missed out in the interim. Sylvia, real question. Real question. This is the white news. The (laughs) news. So Angelina Jolie Mm -hmm. met him on what? Mr. and Mrs. Smith? That's when they got together. That's when they started the romantic stuff. Yeah. Got it, got it. Okay. That's the Okay. Yeah. Damn, Angelina. And you know, Jen Aniston wasn't going to hit her with the woman to woman because Angelina nuts. (laughs) Clearly. Angelina's nuts. We could. You know, she chooses, she looks like she chooses violence a little bit. So what would you give, what would you give salt number wise? I would give salt. She does great. Uh, I would say 10. I'm sorry. Okay. I gotta hey, this is, this is your truth. This is just your truth. This is just your truth. I have to give her, this is just my truth. Yes. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. And then. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. Our next example is a one Halle Berry as Catwoman. I did not mean to chuckle <laughs> when, I, when I said that. I just was thinking, y'all be, y'all be dragging Catwoman. Y'all know what y'all do. Yes. Y'all know what y'all do. 
on this on the internet because y'all know who you are. Y'all be dragging Catwoman. Okay, Hallie did what the script allowed her to do. But she did get to do some choking and throwing of these guys around and her whip, you know, and her abs Mm -hmm. glistening, her fresh nails as a weapon. Like, Mm -hmm. it very much fits the you have to be sexy and fight stereotype that we talked about that we were, like, happy to see the hard they felt remove itself from, which is that they had Hallie in, like, spandex leather titties yeah. and like out you know like she had to be very yeah. sexy with her fighting it was very much you know with the male gaze in mind um right when she was doing it and i do wish they would have allowed her to go harder she has a movie coming out that involves her fighting some more so Good. i'm excited to see that because holly gets down holly likes ufc yeah she likes to fight she likes to watch fighting so i am down to see more of her Fight yes, get, getting down, get scrapping the fight scene she deserves because I feel like if y'all gave it to exactly. Hallie, she would execute it. Okay, so right. like give her right. that chance, child. She has been working mm-hmm. for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, My girl but gets down. yes, Hallie, what would you rank this in Catwoman? She was so good. I mean, okay, so the f- fighting too. We have to say, fighting. okay, not the movie, We're not saying overall, the fighting, right. the actual scene, the fighting. A six point um. five. Or four. Yeah. I'm like on either side of five. I'm just not sure if I want to go a point up or a point you know. down. Like she got to fight more than Regina and Watchmen, which is why I feel like maybe I'd give it above a five. But I just yeah. didn't. I wish it would have been more gritty. I love that her nails were a weapon. As a girl who loves my nails, yeah, I liked that she was all about that. And she was very agile, right. hence the cat. Um, right. So I thought, yeah, look, look at her. Look at her six. six. A six point five, yeah, maybe. You know. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. What's next? Yes. Uh, we go. <laughs> we did that crazily. <laughs> now, oh, the bad bitch that is Pam Greer. Talk about her. The godmother. Foxy Brown. Of now, let me tell y'all something. Okay, tell us. My girl, don't miss. Pam Greer and Foxy Brown did not miss mm-hmm. ever and she will catch you in the middle of your forehead right in the middle of your eye <laughs> with a gun that came out from her afro right you hear what i'm saying to you i hear you. and she killed about three people in a room mm. okay it was a one first of all she bad we all know but when we're talking about this fighting Pam Greer gets down and she is the OG of OGs and I will always give her a 10 because that gun should have never, I don't even know how you hide it in your damn afro for it to come out and it be so small and pew, pew, pew. (laughs) Everybody laid the fuck out. So I love Pam Greer. I love her and Foxy Brown. She wants to watch people suffer in that movie and I am absolutely down. She does not play that shit. So Pam Greer, I will give a 10 too because she she basically was the pioneer of like getting dirty, getting down. She set the blueprint for sure. And I feel like also a lot of the extra points come off of just GP, general principle. GP. Respect. Like would I have loved to see her get more gritty and graphic too yes yes but it was a sign of the times it's a time. and it was like it was supposed to be very comic booky so like i guess yeah. that that's the feel that they were going for yeah yeah so cool, cool it's cool. it was good it was good I, I i love her so yes then we have tessa thompson and thor yes we do so you remember that movie you you seen that movie? i saw thor once okay um so you know i tried to keep up with the marvel universe because i do love the avengers and a lot of the other sections what i did like about thor and the avengers was that he was the funny one so i said oh there's a lot of comic mm-hmm. relief in this let me see what they talking about in the thor universe yeah. when i heard tessa was being cast mm-hmm. in it and i liked that she was always down you know to go hand to hand sword or north sword yeah. You know what I mean? And like jumping on their little spaceships, the name of their guns, and her badass attitude. Yeah. For me, I always give extra points if you're willing to put the weapon down and get yeah. to getting. You know what I mean? And like Tessa does do that in <laughs> Thor. <laughs> yes. Have you I seen loved it? I love Tessa and Thor. Yeah. I've seen it like uh about three, four times. Simply because Tessa is in it okay. and they make her look like a god. Like the way that she walks around with such confidence and like there's this slow motion piece mm-hmm. when she's walking that I'm like, God, it, it just, it feels godlike. Like mm. it, it makes my heart flutter a little bit that I know that she's going to go kill some shit. You hear me? <laughs> and also she's not an emotional person, you know, 
she's just in the moment of fighting and likes to fight. You know, that's what she does. That was her job mm -hmm. to protect where she was from. So I absolutely loved her. I'll give her an eight because it wasn't a lot. It wasn't as, of course, it's a Marvel film. It's not going to be gory and graphic, right, 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 but, right. you know, killing was done. Killing was killing. done. She showed up as a badass chick out here doing the thing. Mm -hmm. I do love that they put her in, like you said um, earlier, a different time era. Like we're not only yeah. like, you know, modern, whatever. Exactly. It's like give us people we in the existed past. in all times. Kicking every ass time. Since the beginning of fictional time. Fictional times, non fictional times. We were in everything. Put us in every, every fucking timeline in every era that you create. It better be a black woman up in there somewhere kicking ass is all we are Thank saying. You. Thank you. All right. So final example. Finally. Oh my god. The bad bitch. I am the biggest fan. The bad bitch that is Denai Guerrera, aka Okoye. Head of the Dora Milaje in the Black, in Black Panther. Okay, I gotta be honest with y'all for real. Okay, be honest. I think about this character probably once a week. Okay. I kid you not. Okay. I kid you not. I don't know if it's because she has this leave your emotions at home, I came here to protect demeanor that I absolutely love and I look up to. And I know this is not a real character. Right. But. I love that she portrayed that and that she was like, this is my job. My job is to protect Wakanda. Yep. And whomever serves Wakanda, I have to be behind that person. I loved that. This yeah. is not all emotional. Please it's, stop. She's very principled. She's a very shit. principled right. woman. Her loyalty, oh. she knows who her loyalty yeah. lies with, especially in a yes. world where people and things switch up on you. You have to have a moral right. code. And I think what you're getting to is like, right. Okoye had a moral code that she stuck, she stuck to and did to. not let anything sway her from even My love. My boyfriend, all of y'all. Yeah, because you know, go. she loved Chadwick, the Black Panther character. She loved him. But when he lost yes. to my B, she said, love you, but Bye. this is where my loyalty Gotta lies. Go. Like, you know. Also her own hut, her own boyfriend. Yes. But she was like, you too can die. He asked her straight All up, mid-fight scene, you my love, you would do that. And she said, <laughs> for Wakanda, you damn skippy. <laughs> you damn skippy. Immediately. Didn't so hesitate. I love that. <laughs> also, she just didn't play that shit with white people either. And we love that. Um, and we love, love that. that. I love that she stood behind <laughs> that. And then how clean she was with that motherfucking spear. That spear, how she fought. The whole Dora Milaje, like In lock stuff. Like, I wish I saw that younger. I didn't yeah. know about that until, until I got older. Mm -hmm. But... That was the shit that I yearn and I want. Mm -hmm. I love. Mm -hmm. I wish they can do like a film with just her and the Dora Milaje. I would love to spend up on yes. the Dora Milaje and like the girls, like, because I feel like it's something can... you have to be training for your whole life and like girls yes. probably have to make a decision yes. young. Who, and guess who gets a, a film about that? Wonder Woman, who oh. I don't give a damn about, mm. but they have a whole thing about that. I know people know that story. I would love to know more about the, that. Yes. In a film, yeah, is all I'm saying. Because a spear is not an easy weapon of choice. You gotta be Hell a bad no. bitch to be killing with a spear. It takes a lot of force. It's not like you know, so it's force and nice balance on the, the flip of the wrist. It's the <laughs> everything. everything. And like I, to your point about like the defying beauty standards early on when we're fighting, love that they all shave yeah. their heads. They're like, this yes. is we're not here to be pretty. We mm -hmm. are not here mm -hmm. to be your fantasy. We are mm -hmm. here to we are here get to protect. down and kill yes. anybody We're who steps in and the we'll way. And we'll do whatever the fuck it takes to protect our king and our country. Right. I'm going to give Okoye a nine. I'm going to give her a nine because yeah. they. Did, I would have loved more fighting scenes like you mentioned. I feel like every time she did what she had to do, it was great. But they did often let, you know, obviously the Black Panthers take the lead. The men really took the lead yeah. a lot in the fighting scenes in that movie. And it wasn't yeah. like, we didn't get to see her get super gory and down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I would have just loved the full fist-to-fist -fist fight scene. Like, slow, solely right. that. When she jumped off that top level at that gambling game with her oh, spear. Oh, that was a and shot. The red. The dress. Yo. Uh, flying in the, the train of I the died. dress a shot I died love a woman who I can died. fight in the evening gown love that yeah. <laughs> so that was fun uh, but other than that you know let me tell y'all mm -hmm. it was hard as hell to find the black female action leads when 
we were making this list. Yeah. You know, it's not common. And I really wish it was more common because there are girls like me who absolutely love watching fight scenes and love watching, you know, action films with black women in them. Right. You know, who aren't just eye candy in the film or whatever else we're used for. Uh, so, yeah, I really wish that there would be more because I also would audition because trust and believe <laughs> a bitch will shoot right. and fight on film. <laughs> not, in, not in real life. I don't do that no more. We're not condoning violence in real life. But on film, absolutely. And the only point I want to add in addition to what we said was like, also, like, just not only in sci-fi films either. Like, there's not enough women fighting in the power universe for me, getting down and mm -hmm. dirty with it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. when you go to your average roundabout girl, like, most girls in these neighborhoods, they're not just the, the dealer's girlfriend or wife. Like, they had to fight mm -hmm. to just even yeah. do whatever. And, like, that's never really showed either. Right. And so, like, even in just your everyday stories, like, we wish fighting wasn't a part of everyday life in certain areas, but it is. And they only ever show the guys getting to it in those right. movies and shows. I was just about to say, like there are there were a lot of women gangs as well. Right. People love doing gang movies. Nobody has told any women gang stories or anything like that that exists in the hood. Like not saying real ones, but make a fictional one up that you've done, you know, research on in the hood or whatever it is. I just would want to see more stories, stories all around. That's what I'm saying. It's like in, in like yes. different universes, but also in the one that we exist in. Because yes. what's ironic about it is black women have got to fight every all our life. We have to, uh, we fight. Have to fight. So the fact that that's yes. not reflected <laughs> in the stories is wild. It's just it's wild. Crazy to it's me. crazy. It's As if white women are fighting more or have to fight right. more. When it's not even the case. Ooh, we should actually rank Oprah Winfrey in The Color Purple because... <laughs> my girl. Not Sophia. <laughs> we got to get Sophia a ranking because my girl... She was whooping Harpo ass. Knocked that nigga Harpo into yesteryear. You hear me? Just off of hitting Harpo and also telling kiss. us all her life she had to fight, which I do believe. The power in that. I give that her a 10 too. That right hook was 10. Heavy. Sophia. It was heavy. Yeah. Oh, much. <laughs> Took that man off his feet. So, yeah. Well, one thing about that. Hopefully, at the very least, we'll get maybe the Harder They Fall sequel because mm -hmm. those who've seen the ending know that there does seem to be an opening for a bad bitch female cowboy led situation. And I hope it happens. Please die. Do it. I would die. I would die. <laughs> Cast some more. Y'all would have to have me on set. Cast some more. Put Halle Berry in that one too. Like, add, yes. you know, give Halle. Put Viola up in there. Put Viola in there. You know what yep. I mean? Give them. You could even put Cynthia Erivo in yeah, there. Yeah, give us some more dark you know, skin that characters. That one time she ran. Child. In Windows, I was like, that girl deserves to be in something. She fast. She was fast. I love how we all got caught up on that one break scene where she broke. What's that? Damn, I that girl talk fast. about that shit all the time. And my boyfriend says to me, just because she ran? I said, because it was fast. She picked up speed in a really way. You, people can't always pick up speed like that. No, not with them little legs. She was out. And her arms so, are giving I action hero, okay? So, yes. please. Oh, speaking of arms, Angela. Let's put Angela Bassett in yeah, there. she always got to be um, queen mother. Let her get down and yeah. dirty more. Because even, let's, yes, I want more of her in action movies as well. Um. So, yeah, we got we got a list. James, Samuels, please call us. <laughs> call us. We're available. Call us, please. You want to brainstorm. Yeah, you can put our font credit smaller, our names, and, you know, it's fine. Uh -huh. <laughs> But yeah. All right. Well, that's our show, guys. Thank you all for tuning in. Our show is a production of Pineapple Street Studios in partnership with Netflix and Strong Black Lead. Shout out to our team. Our editor is Jess Jupiter and our producer is Taylor Hosking. Our music is by Amanda Jones. Special thanks to Max Linsky and Jenna Weiss-Berman. Make sure you share your thoughts with us on the episode using the hashtag OKNowListen. Okay, I want to hear who y'all favorite badass women-led fight scene characters are mm -hmm. and what you, what you feel about the rankings. Please tell us. Please. Yes. And follow Strong Black Lead on the socials at Strong Black Lead. And follow us too. I'm at Sylvia Obell. And I'm at Jonathan Majors Fan Club 2, Scotty Bean. You know what? Like Gia said, the door is closed. The bandwagon is closed. 
get in the back of the line. All right. I'm proud of you guys. <laughs> to see, see you on the web. <laughs> so, what do we call the the Magies? The Majets. The Majets. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Majets. We're here. So happy to have you, honestly. Refreshments, you know where they are, right in the back. Until next time, folks, stay blessed. We hope you enjoyed the special presentation of OK Now Listen. This episode was produced by Arlene Arevlo. New episodes of OK Now Listen are available bi-weekly on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever free podcasts are sold.